Greetings and welcome to The Table Perspective, where we take a deeper look into how the internal narrative of an individual determines their response to life itself and all it entails. Today, I will be your host, Beulah, and I will be going into part two of Peace Child by Don Richardson. We're going to go into the first song and then we'll drive straight into it. Enjoy. My life is different, it's a reason that I walk like this Too many die cause they won't speak, so let me talk right quick Y'all say y'all ball, but y'all won't even stand on courts like this Y'all say y'all riders, but you ain't even gon' roll like this My OG died when he was sipping all that Cody I had talks with him about God, he said that boy won't even know me He lost his life to a trap, while in the trap, I guess that trap like And most Christians won't speak, they say the hood don't even act right I gotta stay because my life the only Bible that they read They screaming that they bout that life, but yeah, they lost up in the street they won't even go to church because we judge the way they bleed Man, they die because they lost, I'm tired of hearing our peace We here to change the world, but ain't nobody changing it And we won't step in them valleys cause we scared that it get dangerous Too many brothers dying in the jungle and they taming it And we scared to talk about it, but it's leaving them in pain And it's leaving mama's heartless Why we leaving them a heartless But I'ma speak on it regardless Sick in the head, he can't trust you for who you are. Cause last person that he trusted really died in his arms. And he can't talk to many people, he's still seeing the scene. And I would be the same if I seen it at 16. Can't lead a heart because the honey really need me. Gotta get it for quantity, it's the innocence. They don't want somebody to love them like they did kids. So I'ma be the heart for the city because they all believe me. We to change the world, but ain't nobody changing it. We won't step in them valleys cause we scared that it get dangerous. Too many Brothers dying in the jungle and they taming And we scared to talk about it, but it's leaving them in pain and it's leaving mama's heartless. Why we leaving them a heartless? But I'ma speak on it regardless. I can't leave the hood heartless. But they heartless. Been mama's heartless. Why we leaving them a heartless? But I'ma speak on it regardless. So in the previous show, I began reading and elaborated a little bit about how Don Richardson and his wife had gone out to the Saudi people to minister to them. And as you know from you know the testimony now, we wouldn't have known that in the beginning of the book. But he had been able to minister to the people and see their lives really transformed as they received salvation in Christ. And from the last chapter that I had read, we had elaborated a bit about how a fundamental part of their tradition was headhunting. 
and how treachery in friendship especially was something that they highly valued. The more treacherous and the more deceptive that they had actually murdered the person and the longer that the relationship had stood for was really a point of honor in that type of people's, um, I guess, respect. And so I'll be going into chapter four of The Two Ones Are Coming, which is the title of the chapter. But before that, there's just something that I would like to note on the manner in which it was written really speaks very clearly about the human condition as a whole. In The Two Ones Are Coming, we'll read and elaborate on basically how Europeans or Americans had come to begin ministering to the people to find the Sawi people. But there's this evident part of how the the human really does expect fear and how that changes their perspective on everything. So in page or on page 51 in chapter 4 it states as follows. As a semi-nomadic people, the Sawi never had to repair their houses. Whenever the long poles supporting their homes began to rot, they simply moved to a new location and built new homes. When their residences on the Sagudar tributary began to decay, the men of Hainam entered into an agreement with other Sawi village named Kamu to establish a new village together at the mouth of the Antap tributary on the northern side of the Kronkel. This was normally not the Hainam territory. After about 400 people resided in the new community, the various long houses and two tree houses of the village were scattered along several hundred yards of shoreline, commanding a view of the longest straight stretch on the Kronkel to be found in the Sawi territory. The people called it the Kidari, which might be translated as the freeway. Elsewhere in the Kronkel twisted and turned so tortuously that it was seldom possible to actually see more than half a mile of river in any one direction. Here on the Kidari, one could stretch one's eye along nearly a mile and a half of unobstructed channel. It was here that in this new location, the Kani family worked out the details of a master plan of ingenious treachery, which we hoped or he hoped to would settle his obsessive grievance against Mauro. Mauro was killed in the previous chapter in such a way to almost redeem them of the murder of Ye. Uh, but unfortunately, by chapter 4, we haven't seen that happen just yet. He knew that the plan would fail. However, if he did not win the support of his peers in Hainan, carefully he turned over and over in his mind the arguments he must use to win support. He weighed down also the problem of who in his village could be trusted and with the knowledge of the plan. He sensed the danger that some would not favor the plan and would betray it to the enemy. One morning, as Kani sat puffing tobacco smoke through his long bamboo pipe, his daughter, Noram, announced, Navukabisai, father, a canoe is coming. Kani had turned and looked down at the Kadari as approaching dugout veered through the, the village. In it were eight of his closest fellow clansmen. Kani's heart began to pound with excitement, for he had been waiting for these very men to return from their pig hunting trip. Now at last they would come. Quickly he decided that on that very day he would confide his ingenious plan to them. As the clansman's canoe nudged in among the reeds at the Kronkel's edge, Kani lifted his pipe to his lips again. His eyes squinted slightly as he pulled the smoke into his lungs. No one in the smoky longhouse had actually noticed that the corners of his lips were smiling around the mouthpiece of the pipe. Suddenly, the smile froze. At the river's edge, Kani's clan brother, Sauni, lifted his spear paddle to thrust it downward among the reeds into the mud. Then Sauni's arm froze. Kani's other clan brother, Mavu, 
just having stepped out of the canoe into the shallow water amongst the reeds, was bending down and gripping one side of the canoe, ready to heave the slim craft further in among the reeds. Mavu never completed the action. Instead, his body suddenly tensed as he stooped, staring down into the reflections among the reeds. Near the middle of the canoe, Maum, Yamasi, Hero, and Sina had also stepped into the shallow water and were starting to lift the heavy packs of freshly butchered wild pork they were bringing from the jungle. But the blood-red pork slipped from their hands and fell into the canoe. Naked brown children playing with bows and arrows fell quiet and stood staring with fearful eyes. The chattering of women died. The splittering or splitting of firewood ceased. The coughing of the sick sputtered to a halt. In the entire village, the only crying of a single baby and the buzzing of a myriad of flies were left unhushed. There was a sound, a distant sound, a strange sound, a pulsing sound. Kani frowned in alarm. It was as if someone had a gigantic heart and it began to beat, causing the entire universe, the air, the water, the trees and the ground to throb with a booming pulse. At the shore, Mum's brain raced back over all his memories. So this is the beginning of how they start encountering what they call the two ones. And that was the Americans or the Europeans that were trying to get into contact with the Sawi people. And what they had were these large river rafts that were powered by, I think, very large engines, actually. And when they had started to recognize these people that they had certain weaponry, specifically the Americans and Europeans had a metal and blacksmith weapons, but the Sao people only had stone weapons. And they had come into contact with, I believe, a metal axe, where they were able to just chop down a tree very easily after four or five blows, whereas with their stone axe, they could barely do that after 50 strikes. And so there was a point where now these diesel engines, or rather river boats with diesel engines, that had come into contact with the Sao people, there was this evident act of fear where people and their uncertainty really caused them to overestimate the type of danger that was evident. And so moving on to page 56, where now the riverboats had churned around the bend of the Kronkholm, their twin diesel engines throbbing almost in unison. Each advanced under a fluttering red, white and blue flag of the Netherlands. They had begun their voyage several days earlier at the Agats, the nearest Dutch government post, located on the east of the Arafura Sea, about 50 miles north of the mouth of the Kronkel River. Their mission was to explore the little-known southern extremity of the Agats administrative district, which until now had been left without any kind of government supervision. They were also seeking a site for a new Dutch administrative post in the area, a center from which the Dutch police hoped to put an end to the ceaseless hand hunting and cannibalism known to be the rife in this wild area. The probe had already spent spe several days following the serpentine switch bends of the swamp-embedded rivers, like the Kronkel, trying to locate centers of native population beyond the already known Asmat area. So far, they had been quite unsuccessful. The savage inhabitants of the ungoverned inland area were generally too far wary to risk building their villages within sight of main rivers. Hopelessly fragmented into small units by their internal conflicts, most villagers could not count on numbers for protection against outsiders, resorting instead to the camouflage of deep jungle hideouts. And from here we'll just go into our second song and I will close off with a just an observation of the way that the character of the people had really left them in such a state of isolation. 
So please enjoy and I'll be right back. Yo. Hey, don't play with me, Tony, you know. I come from the east side of town, you know. Hey, let's go. They want the money. They want the money. Tell about you owe me. Bring out the trophy. Bring out the hoe. You got to show me, yeah. yeah. Let's go. We ain't baloney. We ain't baloney. With all the homies. Watch out for police. Tryna control me, yeah. Hey, let's go. Free throw line. MJ flag. Let me go shine. Don't stop crying. Show me that side. Open them blinds. Hey, let's go. Bring me outside. Time to go slide. Open your mind. Had to go grind. Check your tires. Matter with Lady Rack. Ain't stopping cause the game is tight. Doing 98 in Shack Town. Hit it with a dirty glass. Then I had to lose my pride. Could have had more fives with pride. When I got my shot tonight. Had to go to the other side. Yeah, coach, get him in there. Let's go, get him in there. Let's go, get him in there. Hey, coach, get him in there. Get him in there, coach, get him in there. Let's go, get him in there. Let's go, get him in there. Hey, coach, get him in there. Get him in there, coach. My BKs with the holes upgraded. Upgraded, upgraded. On that trading block, my sins got traded. Got traded, got traded. I might fade away, but I can't be faded. Be faded, be faded. No West Side Sixers, make it, take it. Take it, take it. Grace on me, got it stacked, got it packed, got it racked. Then I got racks, stacked in packs. Then I got packs wrapped and stacked Ooh. Just a roster player moving like conveyor Ooh. But holding up that trophy yo, like, yo, like yo, see yo, you yo, later Jordan, Robin, Pippin, they ain't winning Lest we quitting crucifixion in my vision I ain't asking for permission uh, Spirit in my engine, engine Closer to slipping, the clipping, the gripping I squeeze, sitting the demon is screaming He flip when the whipping is dressing I give you a gift All free, no slaves Live forever, no age God sin, God grace Always win, I got faith They always got something to say Just nothing in our face, too busy, I'm grown, but I got time to grind. Hey, lady rat, ain't stopping cause the game is tight, doing 98 in Shack Town, hit him with a dirty glass, then I had to lose my pride, could have had more fun surprise, when I got my shot tonight, had to go to the other side, yeah, coach, get him in there, let's go, get him in there, let's go, get him in there, hey, coach, get him in there, get him in there, coach, get him in there, let's go, get him in there, let's go, get him in there. I remember seeing cocaine right next to my man, which is five years old. The TV sold, I don't know how we handled it. Cheeto bags with bullets in it, felt like it was scandalous. Used to study police like the panelistic analysts. Popos know me by my name, so don't open that trunk. Life just fell apart, just like this car, my life is junk. Bad for all humanity, my love, please come and stand with me. Keep trying to kill this vanity, I need you for my sanity. Cause oh, what you see? I see Satan trying to come at me. Oh no, what that mean? Got a billion angels running things. Christ, got that team? Undefeated yeah. for eternity. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm on an antonym of Ambien Blessed through shenanigans My prayer sounds like a ramble to those who don't know the man within Feeling like I speak a Mandarin Lord, use me to show them mannequin I'm on edge Gifted, all these spirit got me feeling like I win it Even though I'm sending close to the list Coming your one Oh, sunlight, sun, oh, cause I Gift my life, Christ gave life for them wages Different chapters mean you gotta turn pages Testify, make disciples, guard your witness Study his word, learn what your gift is Kingdom building, this kingdom business And we still knock your evil senses like ah, ah. So at this point, the two ships had swung north again and the impressive tree houses of the new village suddenly loomed in the view. There was this over really enormous feeling of fear and uh, uncertainty that had come upon the people, whereby there was, if, if I could say really, the intention was in some sense good for the Saudi people. 
because headhunting had not only limited their numbers of the people, but it had destroyed uh, any kind of strength that these people could have had as a unit, as they had stayed in isolated areas, breaking up the very clans and the tribes in such a way so that no one could really trust anyone. And in their uh, isolation, had overestimated any type of fear or any type of people had, who had intended to come and assist them in any way. And so the very good that was coming to help them, they were so fearful for or fearful of that it limited them enormously. Their entire perspective was surrounded on their own ability to somehow uh, create something more from their tribe and perhaps keep it going, even if there were only five or six left. And that to me was really such an interesting observation of how the human as general, in general rather, is so capable of shifting the perspective in such a way that everything can become a threat, whereby the very thing that really is there to assist them, they do not actually care for or offer any mind to. And that's so true in perspective as a whole and how the fact that the way you see life and everything around you determines how you respond to it. So the, the success of the Saudi people were not dependent on the isolation and the perspective of everyone being a threat, but in actual fact being able to reach out with the risk of friendship and in return offer friendship. So yeah, I really highly enjoy this book or highly recommend it as well. As I haven't finished it quite yet, uh, I do know that there is much that there is still going to surprise me, and for that I'm really looking forward to. As it is not a, a non, what is a non-fictional book, there's also that evidence of how does this relate to our reality? Because we as people do have this mindset, and sometimes not be it a head hunting or cannibalism, but it is that restraining thing in our minds where our perspective determines our responses. So that's all from me. I hope that you enjoyed it and that you would perhaps pick up this book sometime and give it a read. I know that it will bless you immensely and have a great day further. Cheers.
Stay updated, stay entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like posts, comment, share them out, retweet, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio has never been better.